Welcome back to What You'll Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. G'day, my name is Adam Jones. Today we are reviewing the $100 startup, Fire Your Boss, Do What You Love, and Work Better to Live More by Chris Gillibo, the New York Times bestseller. Mate, he's got on the back here, you can change your job to change your life. Mate, which is some big um, promises. Yeah. Big promises. Now, I thought it was a solid book. Um, plenty of good info in here. Yeah, um, I guess it's yeah. it's all about why you buy the book. If you're looking for a how-to, like a step-by-step thing, it definitely, definitely doesn't give you that. Give you uh-huh. that. It's what so what he uh, what Chris Gilbo did. He interviewed a whole bunch of different people, like six, 1,500, 1,600 people who had made a startup. As in, they made a business. They made it cheap. They made it easy. They didn't have any specific skills. Uh, and you know, the hundred-dollar startup, hopefully, spending less than a hundred dollars. Mm. So I guess in that. How many people did you say you interviewed? 1,600, I think. 1,600 or something. You are definitely, there's going to be someone in that 1,600 who is in your position who has done that. So I think that's what his whole goal is, to show that pretty much anyone can do it. And that's yeah. what... There's not know, a specific group of people that only can do it. Anyone can do yeah, it. Whether yeah. you're 63 years old and fat or you're <laughs> a hot 17-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, 18-year-old. <laughs> 20, fuck. Mate, so he talks about um, the manifesto at the start is a short cut to everything, everything you want. Um, and basically, the biggest thing he talks about is freedom. So he says that, you know, a business doesn't have to make you rich, but, you know, for him, it was all about freedom and enough to pay the bills, enough to do what he wants to do, enough to have choices um, and not have to, you know, live on someone else's time live on someone else's schedule, make useless reports that nobody reads, Mm. fight through office politics. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, imagine that today is your final day of working for anyone other than yourself. What if if sometime in the distant undefined future you you prepare for work by firing up your laptop in your home office or wherever you want and or walk into the storefront you opened or doing what you want instead of what someone else wants you to do? Nice. Um, So chapter one was the renaissance. And he's basically saying that, you know, the renaissance, the rebirth, you know, there's the opportunities are there, basically. Anyone can take these. He says the good news is freedom is possible. And more good news is that the future is not where the freedom is because the future is now. You know, it's not some vaguely distant um, future. You can do it right now with low capital. You can make an average salary from this startup. You don't need any special skills. You can follow your passion, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if Chris starts, so the way... Chris did it when he was a bit younger. He made the decision that he's going to be self-employed his whole life. So if he needed money rather than going to find a job, he learned how to... He started to think in terms of how he could get what he needed by making something and selling it Mm. and not by cutting costs or working someone else. And so for him, the income from his businesses didn't make him rich or they didn't need to. They just needed to be able to service his lifestyle and give him the freedom. So he's someone who's traveled every country Mm. in the world, and this is the way he did it by just having these, I guess, little side businesses. Yeah. Basically, he says that the the sort of three basic, super, this is obviously super basic, the three basic things you need. You need something to sell, a product or a service. You need people who are willing to pay, and then you need a way to get paid, you know, a way to give them your product or service and get money for you in return. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, he says there is no rehab program for being addicted to freedom. <laughs> it's a good addiction. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Mate, chapter two is, is called Give Them the Fish. Uh, and I like this. There's a quote from Karl Marx at the start. You know, the, he says uh, a bit of a twist on the one that we've said before and everyone might have heard, but he says, uh, catch a man a fish and you can sell it to him. 
teach a man to fish and you've ruined a wonderful business opportunity. <laughs> so, you know, everyone says, you know, give a man a fish, you'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish, you'll eat for a lifetime. But um, Chris is saying sometimes people don't want to catch their own fish. Sometimes they just want to buy the fish. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if, you're, uh, if you want to go to a restaurant, get a nice meal, you don't want to go out the back and cook it yourself. You're buying the fish, not the learning how to do it. Yeah, you get there to sit on your ass. You've had a hard week of work to sit down and eat a meal you don't get there yeah to learn how to cook yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i mean it's a it's a funny um it's a funny quote and it, it's it's fair enough because yeah you can teach someone to fish but sometimes people don't want to fish so he says that value is what you need in business like you need to be giving someone value and essentially value is this nebulous term but chris just says simply it's just helping people you know help people give them what they want make something easier for them or yeah, just help them in some way. Yeah, so um, value relates to emotional needs. Go in and talk about the benefits of whatever you, you're trying to sell rather than the features. That's one of the things he says. Yep. Yeah, <coughs> yeah benefits over features for yeah. sure. Yeah, cool. Mate, some of the uh, things, uh, a few a few quick things. He says six steps to getting started right now. Decide on a product or service, set up a basic website, develop an offer, uh, ensure you have a way to get paid, announce your offer to the world, and then learn and repeat. And basically he says in terms of those needs and helping people, you can break it down pretty simply. He says people will either want more of some things and less of others. So people want more love, more money, more acceptance, more free time, or they want less stress, less conflict, less hassle, less uncertainty. And if you can somehow give them more or less of those things, then you got something. That's, yeah, you got something. Something that people people want. Uh, Chapter three, man, was follow your passion Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> dot, 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 maybe. So, yeah. And basically he's saying that, yes, it's good to follow your passion. If there's something you really love and you can make money from it, go for it. The caution, the maybe bit comes in saying, look, if you've got a hobby on the side that you really enjoy doing, maybe putting the pressure of making that be your sole source of income is going to make you not enjoy that hobby anymore. So sometimes hobbies should stay as hobbies. Sometimes you can make a little bit of money from them. Sometimes, you know, you can make your full full-time income of them but you just got to be careful that if you're doing something for money maybe you lose that intrinsic motivation to do it for fun yeah and he says uh you can't just blindly follow your passion you got to be skilled at what you do and people mm. need to want what you what you're trying to do as well that's the the main thing nice yeah mate you like chapter four the rise of the roaming entrepreneur he says at the start here he's got a quote he's got a quote at the start of every chapter by this one by john le Carre. <laughs> a desk is a dangerous place from which to view the world. That's it. Man, it's not a good view from the desk, is it? The cubicle. <laughs> from the cubicle, looking at four grey walls. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, have the business structured around your life and not the other way around. Yeah. And it's sort of, you know, a little, this is actually pretty similar timing to the four-hour work week. So, yeah, Chris was sort of one of these early pioneers as well. Hmm. Saying, when was you know, it written? It's 2012. 2012. Okay. But it basically, so he's saying that, you know, if there's some way you can make money remotely, then you don't have to live in where you always... You can go live somewhere cheaper. You can live anywhere in the world as long as you've got internet and a way to make those sales. It's pretty cool, man. There's, uh, I guess this opportunity wasn't around for for our yeah. parents or the people who are older than us. So yeah. I guess it's something you, we don't have to listen to them if they're trying to give advice on, on some of these $100 startup kind of ideas. Yeah, nice. Chapter 5 is called The New Demographics. And this is looking at your... Uh, prospective market he's saying that you know you you uh, in the past businesses looked at demographics of you know age location uh, gender race income and they put people into those buckets yeah but the new demographics are we should be looking at a psychographics 
We should look at people's interests, skills, beliefs, values, and we should group people based on those rather than um, age, location, gender. Mm. So he says business opportunities are like buses. There's always another one coming. Yeah, that's it. So, actually, Richard Branson. Yeah. <laughs> so don't feel like you he need to... Uh, <laughs> Mate, there's one um, you like because I think you sent me one of these recently, actually. You made your own decision-making matrix. Yeah. <laughs> so a, I guess it's a, it's a way that he uses... A, th- a system he uses to filter it through some of his decisions or... Uh, business ideas. So, yeah, if you've got a whole bunch of ideas and you don't know which one to start with, this is a good way to weigh them all up objectively. Yeah. So you might have five or six different ideas, but the way you can rank it is he puts it into different categories, impact, effort, profitability, vision, and sum. Mm-hmm. And then in the other column, you've got your ideas. So you, you rank each one from one to five in all these different categories, then you add it up at the end, and then that's probably your best idea because... Sometimes your your brain doesn't logically just mm. naturally choose the best idea. It's probably good to have a system to help you decide yep. some things. Yeah, exactly. And you can pick those categories. He chose impact, effort, profitability, and vision. But you can choose your own what what's most important to you and rank them on those. Mate, uh, so we're not a logical species. No. Listen back to our thinking fast and slow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Um, part two, taking it to the streets. And uh, basically, this chapter, chapter six, called the one-page business plan, Basically, there's there's a big bias towards action. You know, you can make all these plans that you want, but at the end of the day, you need to take action. You need to get started quickly and see what happens. So you can either double down on it or move on to the next idea. Yeah. So basically, some of the things are uh, select a marketable idea, keep costs low, get that first sale as quick as possible, and maybe market before manufacturing. So maybe try and sell it before you make it. Yeah, so market before ma- manufacturing, I think, is a big one. So mm. if you go out there and you've got an idea, you might go out there and spend 10 months on this idea and spend a lot of money building the product, and then you finally get out there and you've yeah. wasted a year, and it turns out no one actually even wants it. Yes. Um, I've done, I've done that before. <laughs> but I mean, he says... four days making an online course and then come to the end of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, so he says try and sell it before you actually make it, and then you at mm. least know people are actually want it, your target market. Yeah, he had the, and some. He says here some people might not agree with this, but one thing, one of the examples from the book was a guy advertised. I think it was like a nine hundred dollar thing in a magazine. He paid three hundred bucks for the ad, and he made two sales, and so he knew straight away that he's had fifteen hundred dollars worth of profit. He had to go out and then build the thing, obviously, and give it to him. Mm. But the important thing is you, you need to know what you're doing and be able to deliver. <laughs> you've got to deliver if you get into that point, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, don't, uh, don't go out there and start offering uh, like a new car, like an Elon Musk Roadster or something you can't do. <laughs> Unless you're Elon. Unless you're, he's Elon probably, he's probably listening. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, chapter seven was about offers and making an offer. Mm. Uh, and basically, you know, you, sometimes to make a sale, you need to have the right offer to the right person in the right place at the right time. Um, but basically, you need to get that offer, offer yeah. right. So make your guarantee clear. And uh, an important point here is over-deliver, give stuff they don't expect. So just yeah. add a little bit of salt and pepper and mayo and yeah. custard just on the end. <laughs> and custard. Yeah. All, all the above. Yeah. Uh, eight is launch. Um, and so basically, you know, get it out there. Get it out start, there. Start, trying to, um, yeah. start trying to make some, some money. Yeah, have a have a pre-launch in advance. Get a bit of people hyped up. Uh, write to the media. Get them try and get them involved and everything like that. Chapter nine is hustling, the gentle art of self-promotion. So he says at the start here, 
advertising is like sex, only losers pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and there's sort of, he, he groups people based on a scale from work to talk. Basically, the people who are all talk and no work are, are charlatans. Um, they're you sort of flash in the pan. Maybe at the very start it works because people have got these bright ideas, but eventually people are going to realize there's no substance to it. The opposite of that is no talk and all work, and that's your martyr who they've got no style but a lot of substance. And they might have some good stuff, but no one knows about it. Yeah. So the best balance is the hustler which is impactful style and substance, a good mix of talk and work, good stuff and good promotion, getting it out there. Yeah. So, yeah, good combination. Yeah. Um, basically, he's just saying, you know, if you can try and hustle, getting in touch with people, trying to spread it by word of mouth, you kick it off initially rather than spending a lot of money on advertising, um, have that strategic networking plan, I guess. Then, boom, chapter 10. Show, show me the money. Bang. <laughs> Straight into it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. What do you got? That's it. Mate, just, uh, there was one thing I liked here. You said have a range of prices, especially early on that you don't really know uh, what is a good price point for this product or service, especially if you can make you know something that you make once and you can sell a lot of times, like a book or an online course. You don't know whether to charge 10 bucks, 60 bucks, or 100 bucks. Yeah. You could have an op- option where you know you might have a $50 option like a, a standard and a premium, or you might have a gold, silver, bronze option. Yep. And you can test those different price points and you can, you know, upsell to try and make more money. Um, and yeah, I, I like that a lot, actually, that bit. Or even having a subscription model where people sign up once and they keep paying you every month for by you offering more services each yep. month. Cool. So the next part of the book was leverage and the next steps. So chapter, so yeah, moving on, moving on up. Yeah, basically. So this was this is good. It was all about making little tweaks. And so there, once you, you know you've got a bit of traction, you can respond to those initial results and make tweaks. Mm-hmm. So you either want to tweak to get maybe more traffic, getting more attention from people. You want to maybe increase conversion. So test a few different options to increase conversion, increase the average sale price with different offers, and sell more to existing customers. So basically, you can either grow. Uh, I might be actually jumping to the next section. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can either grow uh, horizontally by getting more people into the same offer, or you can grow vertically by having the same people but offering them more and charging more. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's three options you've got with with your, your business idea. Option one is stay small. Mm-hmm. Option two is go medium. And option three is split the difference. <laughs> so you can't go big. <laughs> can you? I, I think in this this is sort of focusing on you know uh, the hundred dollar startup. You don't want to have the big. You don't want to make a big yeah. publicly listed company one day. Yeah. So you don't want to get big, big. Yeah. Mate, so what's the difference between going small, going medium, and then going in the middle? In the middle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so mate, that's a bit. I'll, I'll go through the recap now. If you're if you're yeah, the only anymore. the only thing I liked uh, it was just a quote from here. A quote from Jay Z. Jay-Z said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. That's it. Interesting. I just want to drop that one in there. So yeah, $100 recap, start a micro business for less than 100 bucks. You can do it. You don't need a lot of investment up front. Yep. Uh, borrowing money isn't important, so you don't need to go out and mm. borrow the house off to, to that's, launch yeah, the idea. That's the old school way. The old school way was come up with an idea and and borrowed money from the bank to do it or the 
or go and get investors, but you don't need to. Yeah. Uh, find out what people want and give it to them. Nice. Action beats planning. Make your first sale as quickly as possible. So it's pretty simplified, that, that recap, and it all seems pretty simple, but there's obviously going to be a lot of struggle that somewhere in between that might not have got... I don't think it got much of a play in the book, in my opinion, that the struggle in between, it's mm. it makes it sound all it does pretty easy. It, and maybe it makes it sound too easy, but I think that's possibly the point. Make it sound easy to get people started. I don't yeah. know. But I think, uh, mate, I think this combines well with a, a few other business books in that, you know, do it cheap. Don't bet at all on one hit. Do it cheap. See it. If it works, that's awesome. If it doesn't work, mm. tweak. Or if it doesn't work at all, do something different. Again, cheap, easy, quick um, until something works. Yeah, cool. Mate, what did you think of the book overall? Uh, for me, man, I didn't... It wasn't for me. Maybe the place I'm at right now in my life, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As in... Uh, I guess it's it's more for the people who just don't realise... Earlier on, a bit earlier on. Maybe. Early on. If it's one of your first books, I think it's a good one. Yeah. But if you've read a lot of business books, for me personally, I wasn't the biggest, biggest yeah. fan. What about no, yourself? I'd, I'd say that's pretty fair enough. I'd say if you've read a lot of business books, there won't be a whole lot new, but perhaps if it's a, a first book, this is probably a good, good start maybe. Starting point, yeah. Um, but we'll speak to Chris, and he's got a brand new book coming out called Side Hustle. Um which sounds awesome. Yeah. So we'll, we'll hear a bit about that, hear about some of his other books and... Cool. Yeah. Sing the song? Yeah, let's sing a song. Yes, rock and roll. Oh, should we get a jazz? Skip it to wap, 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 wap. Hundred dollar startup. Wap, I'm on the beach. Find your boss to work your love and work better to live more. Just sell lots of products and go to the beach. Sipping on a cocktail on the beach, I just did a business online. Hundred dollars is all you need. Don't sell the fish, sell the fish, fish, fish. Slap the fish across your friend's face because he's gonna buy the fish and you're on the beach. Sipping a sipping a la la taste. Take it to the streets and make people laugh that they can't refuse. Oh yeah, just like launch your product. Send lots of emails and make lots of money. Don't be a charlatan, don't be a martyr. Hustle! 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 Hey, Chris!